Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe BetterHelp is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MakeYourBed today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MakeYourBed. Good morning, good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I'm sharing some final thoughts on narrative therapy and the techniques that go along with that. Again, I am not a professional, and all of this information can be blamed on positivepsychology.com slash narrative therapy. I want to personally thank the author of this article for giving me the confidence to share it with y'all. As always, that article is linked in the show notes, and I will be pulling directly from that article for a few of these quote-unquote suggested interventions. Because while narrative therapy is more of a dialogue between therapist and client, there are, of course, more exercises and activities that supplement the regular therapy sessions that aren't just my made-up journal topics. (laughs) One of those is the Statement of Position Map, which asks us to start by characterizing and naming or labeling the problem. Then it asks us to map the effects of that problem throughout each and every domain of our life that that touches or affects. Next, we will evaluate the effects of those problems in each of those domains. And finally, we will list the values that come up when we think about why these effects are undesirable. There is a power in the act of naming and identifying a problem for what it is. Of course, when we create identities and we become bound by them, it gets a little problematic. But honestly, what doesn't become problematic when we take it to some extreme? I truly do stand by the idea that when we name shit for what it is, we can seek out resources and people who have experienced it as well, and we can rewrite our own narratives. 
thus shifting the idea that we are just passive viewers of our lives. And ideally, we can move on to the participation part. Again, this type of reflection can benefit from a deconstructive type thing that we talked about yesterday, which will involve us digging deeper and asking ourselves why they are affecting us so fucking much in the first place, which is where that final question comes in. By checking in on what values are actually feeling like they're being infringed upon or obstructed by the problem, we're way more likely to get to the actual root that maybe we're not stressed about the dinner party, but we're stressed of feeling socially isolated. And by getting to the foundations and putting a label to them, we can find more appropriate solutions than just not going or avoiding it altogether. Another of the more basic therapeutic principles in narrative therapy goes into the finding meaning and healing through simply telling our stories. And I mean that in the most literal way I possibly could. You're telling your life story from the start. And if you don't know where to begin, come up with a few chapter titles. They suggest at least seven, but I unapologetically suggest you do as many as feel right, you know? But each chapter will represent a significant stage or event in your life. Once you have the title of that chapter, come up with a synopsis or a one-sentence summary of that chapter. You can get creative here or you can be literal. It doesn't really matter. After that, you're going to consider your final chapter and add a description of your life in the future. Presuming it's a happy ending, where will you go? What will you do? Who will you become? This is the fun part where you get to predict your future from a place that feels creative and encouraging and whimsical and not so highly pressured like we do on ourselves every day. They don't say shit about overthinking here, but I'm going to suggest you don't overthink this one because this isn't some manifestation technique. This is simply an exercise to reflect and to start getting our own perspectives on where we want to go versus where we're at now. It helps us organize our thoughts and our beliefs about where we are and our lives currently while meandering towards a story that feels better to you and what you'd actually like to weave into your story. I will say this exercise does suggest that you don't dig too deep into specific memories, but instead recognize underlying feelings, impacts, and experiences that are in the past, and actually leaving them there. Because even though the past shaped us, it doesn't have to define us, which is why activities like this are so empowering and impactful, because we do have a way of naturally reframing ourselves to be the hero And that's how it should be. Let yourself think of yourself as a hero with a potentially dramatic but very interesting backstory that has created who you are now. And although your history guided your decisions today, it is not what got you here. You are. And regardless of what narrative technique or method you use, we have to remember we all have different ways of telling our stories. Using the arts to do so can be a real great way to avoid having to put things into words if you're not super into narratives. I assure you, this is not the only way out of a problem. Guided meditations, relaxations, or intentional reflection time, even internally, can help us explore problems more dynamically. I personally have structured this to be more of a journaling prompt situation because... That, to me, is accessible to all of us and a good use of our brain in a way that we don't often use our brains. Unless you are an intentional journaler, in which case, kudos, baby, because I can't keep up. 
Of course, other art forms are incredible for moving our way through an experience, whether that be through actual physical movement, using things like interpretive dance to influence our movement. Sometimes we're able to express things with our bodies in ways that our brains aren't able to formally express. Honestly, that's why I'm such a fan of art therapy in general. If drawing or painting your experience or the effects of your problems seem to come easier to you and are less intimidating than actually speaking about these things out loud with a therapist or writing them down in a journal, the best art is created through emotion. And typically, we have to get intentional with our emotions because we are so frickin' compacted. Or at least I know I am. From all the content I consume, I am constantly tampering down all of the feelings I'm feeling. And things like this, narrative therapy in general, and also all the expressive arts, have been really effective in disconnecting me from what feels like the automatic nature of my life, which often feels like an endless cog of the same routine, and reinstills a sense of empowerment for me. And there's nothing better than that. You know what else there's nothing better than? You. Oh, that was cheesy and I loved it. I love you so much. I hope. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie.